What's the crack? I'm Brona. And I'm Ava. We enjoy listening to people tell their stories. And hearing their different perspectives. Which is why we started this podcast. In today's episode, we speak with Fanola Harrington. Now, if that name sounds familiar, it's because Fanola was actually on our podcast in episode two, where she spoke about her organization, What About Us, and the musical that they are planning for 2022. However, since then, Fanola has launched her own life coaching business. She has a background as a registered nurse. So because of that, she mainly focuses on diet and fitness. Fanola strongly believes that our lifestyle has the greatest effect on our health and our happiness. We hope that this episode is enjoyable for you and that there's some takeaways to help you start 2022. Hi, guys. Hi, how are you? Welcome back to our podcast. It's been a few episodes. So, uh, Fanola, can you give us a brief introduction to yourself? Yes, thanks for having me again, and it's lovely to be on. Well, basically, when I left school, I qualified as a nurse in Vincent's in Dublin. I loved it, and I went on to do different things, and I've nursed all over the world, and I've recruited nurses, so nursing has always been my passion. Sometimes I diversify, but I always go back to it, and I currently still do a bit of hospital work because I can never stay out of it, so I do a little bit of work in Vincent's private in Dublin. So I've nursed most of my life. I'm a mother. I have three kids in their 20s. So I have a lot of life experience. I've traveled. I've been there, done that, got the T-shirt. So I kind of have a lot of life experience, plus my nursing, which is my main background. And I have a big passion for health and fitness. That's one of my big things. I'm in my 50s now. So certainly the last 15 years, health and fitness has become, as it does as we get older, has become very important to me. So I love my fitness. I'm always trying new things. Yeah, so that's me kind of, you know, uh, nursing, fitness, all that sort of stuff. And as I said, I've been working as a life coach now for the last three years, which I'm extremely passionate about and I enjoy immensely. Brilliant. It sounds like you've covered a lot of ground. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) More to cover, more to cover. That's it. (laughs) And so you actually do um, so many things, like you said yourself, from the nursing to fitness and you do a lot of charity work as well. And what kind of made you uh, decide to start doing life coaching? I suppose over the years, nursing, you're kind of dealing a lot with people who are unwell or who are having a procedure or, you know, people who need a lot of your care. And over the years, I suppose, just in life in general, I've seen that people need a lot of guidance. So I suppose working with people through my nursing career, I kind of felt that there's a lot of people who just need a little bit more help with looking back into their lives. Like for example, people who've been diagnosed with a certain illness like diabetes. So when I was nursing, I was a GP practice nurse for many years. So I had people coming in with diagnosis like diabetes or heart disease, but I also had mothers just coming in vaccinating their babies nurses kind of tend to hear what's going on in people's lives and the GP might you know do the prescriptions and give diagnosis but you're the person in the next room and a lot of people used to come into me and I'd see the sort of human worry side of them and I worked a lot with people over 10 years and I kind of felt that you know what what they really need is a kind ear somebody who's really listening to them and somebody who probably could help them a little bit more than I could just as a nurse so I always felt a little bit like I'd love to do more for these people and I'd love to be able to be in a position to maybe have more time with them and maybe explore what areas could really help them so that's kind of what led me to get into health and lifestyle coaching so I 
completed a course there about five years ago, more to give me more expertise in dealing with my patients at the time. Since then, I'm not working as a practice nurse anymore. So since then, I actually have really delved into it more deeply. And I really love the health and lifestyle coaching on its own. I work with people to help them create a life that they want or need, depending on whether it's an illness or whether it's just something they're looking for. I saw on your website that it kind of said our lifestyle has the greatest influence on the health we enjoy. Like, can you explain that a bit? Yes, absolutely. So basically, over half of our health, our health experiences is influenced by our lifestyle. And interestingly enough, I've seen that over the years. Now, I have to qualify before I go any further. Illness is not a punishment for bad living. And I never believe it is. Lots of things happen. Babies get sick. Animals get sick. You know, just because you have a habit or a lifestyle, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get an illness. So we take that out of the equation immediately. It's not a punishment for bad living. But sometimes lifestyle habits can cause illness or certainly they can cause people to be unable to lead the lives that they want. For example, and one thing when I was doing the course in coaching really struck me is there are blue zones in the world and there are five blue zones. There's one in Japan, one in Sardinia, Italy, one in Costa Rica, one in Greece and one in California. And when I was doing this course, what struck me about that, and it really defines that lifestyle can affect your quality of life and your length of life. Because the one thing that these five places have in common is that people live longer and healthier than anywhere else in the world. When you actually research why, there's a couple of reasons. And one would be, and I'm not advocating this for one minute, but one is that they do live off a plant-based diet. It is something I have tried recently and I enjoy immensely, but they all do live on a plant-based diet. They all take regular exercise on a daily basis. They all enjoy moderate amounts of alcohol. They get plenty of sleep and they have a huge amount of connectedness. They have wonderful family and social networks. So they're the main areas and scientists research these five areas and believe that people live there longer because of those reasons. When I heard that and I did the course and all of that, I kind of felt, wow, it really does have an effect on your life. And in coaching, we explore actually nine areas, but I'll get to that in a minute. But we explore areas of people's lives. And that's exactly what we do. We try to make sure that the person is looking at the areas of their lives that will bring them the greatest health. And if they're a little bit, you know, off kilter in some areas, they're the areas we work together on. That's what I mean is that it's not always the case and people get sick and accidents happen and lots of things happen to shorten people's lives. But in general, I do believe that a healthy lifestyle that you create and that you want will give you a longer, happier life. That's really interesting, actually, you talking yeah. about that, because um, I watched a documentary series, like, I think it was like last year or something. And it was one that Zac Efron did with another fellow. He was a nutritionist and it was called Down to Earth. And it was all about like sustainability and stuff and him kind of exploring stuff. One of the episodes was actually on those blue zones. It is really interesting that you say about like how certain things can impact our lives because I can't remember what exactly they followed in the place that they went to. But I know that exercise was a huge thing and the drinking was actually a thing as well moderate drinking 
I don't know if they followed a plant-based diet or not. I can't actually remember, but it's just really interesting you talking about that and bringing it into kind of what you're doing and everything. Yeah, I, I found it fascinating when I heard about that. I, yeah. I keep It's on my bucket list to go visit one of these places. And it's not just like they're living longer. They're actually living really well. And I would imagine, like, I know they say plant-based diet over there, but of course, just a healthy diet. Yeah. Of course, you know, people eat meat and fish and chicken and eggs, and that's perfectly okay. Okay, but a healthy, balanced diet and then exercise, that word can sometimes conjure up all sorts of things, even movement, even like walking places. You know, it doesn't have to be gym exercise or sport exercise. It can be just movement. And these zones, yeah, they're well worth a Google for anybody who's listening. Just see what it is they have, because it does seem to work. (laughs) Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, no, that, that is very interesting. I don't think I've really ever heard about them. I've heard about like the principles of the stuff that you're talking about that would help both your mental health and everything. But I'm, I'm going to look into that, actually. That's really interesting. <laughs> but so what would actually be the whole coaching process? So from when somebody comes to you, they define their goals. And then what is the process of them trying to reach those goals? Okay, so coaching is a positive connection and a supportive relationship between me and the person I'm coaching. As a coach, I need to draw on your ability and resources that are within you to make lifestyle changes that you agree to. So it's not that I decide when a client walks in the room, oh, I think they need to do this or I think they need to do that. It's listening and exploring and finding out where they are are and what they would like to do and then helping them draw from within themselves. I'm as a coach there to inspire and support somebody's growth and development to help them find the motivation that is within themselves and to hold them accountable sometimes unfortunately but I ask the questions but the answers are with the person. We work slowly but surely. Ideally six sessions over six weeks works quite well. Some people do six over three months but I think that that's quite a lengthy period especially in these days. So the first one would be getting clear on what coaching is. So I'm not going to give you diet sheets. I'm not going to tell you what to do. It's exploration. We use the wheel of life. It's finding out about you, creating a vision of where you'd like to be and helping you get there. So say you're at point A and you'd like to get to point B. Well, we come up with a plan how you're going to get there who at home might support you, what you need me to do along the way. If somebody says, for example, I'd like to lose weight and people come for different reasons. Some people might come because they have just been told they have an illness and they really want to lose weight and get healthier. Some people might have a daughter getting married next year and they'd like to look fantastic and lose weight. So there's many, many different reasons why people come to me. So we would look at, you know, where you want to be and decide how we will get you there. But again, I won't be telling you, oh, you should join a gym. It'll be through discussion. We'll find out what areas of exercise or nutrition you're comfortable with, what you like. Through the sort of interview process and exploration, it comes out what will makes you tick. And what makes the person tick and what they'd like to achieve is really what we work on. And it is a marvelous experience, both for the coach and for the person when it works. And thankfully, more often than not, it does. Well, that's great. It sounds like it's a very kind of personalized experience. Like you're not just taking the same formula for like two people who want to lose weight or something. It depends totally on themselves. I was just wondering when you were talking there, what did you mean by resources? Like you were saying that depending on the person's resources, what did you mean? 
that's the resources within yourself as opposed to outside yourself. So as human beings, we are so resourceful. We've shown that through COVID. We can do so much, but sometimes we've lost faith. I've worked with so many different people. Sometimes you're just stuck in a rush and you can't see a way out. So, you know, even though it seems simple to cut down on what you're eating or get moving or stop smoking or cut back on this, it seems obvious. Uh, You try every Monday. Problem is willpower alone is a difficult thing to use. So what happens is if you start off your day on a Monday, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And then your kid comes in the door and they've got a bad school report. And then something else happens. The gas boiler breaks down. By the time six o'clock comes, your willpower has been used up with all Mm. of those little daily trials. So there's nothing left in you. The tank is empty. So you're not going to be able to make those changes that you want. So when we work in coaching, we're drawing on the resources that are within yourself. You're not giving anything up. You're following a path to the dream you want. So you've said, this is what I want to achieve in the coaching process. Generally, we often would create a vision. It might be a vision in a picture or it might be a sentence. We often say, stick that on your fridge or put that somewhere. And anytime you're feeling you need to go look at it again so it's drawing on your own innate resources which you have deep deep inside and being confident that you can do it and if you need my help as a coach we would always agree that some people need a text on a Wednesday evening sometimes people need a little reminder or an email or a funny emoji or something just to keep them on track because we all have days or hours that are particularly difficult. So between myself and whoever they have at home, we put supports in. So you're not alone. You're not doing it alone. And you always have somebody to come back to. We don't use outside resources. We're trying to draw on what's inside Mm. you as a person. And it works very well. To clarify it all, when you say outside resources, what do you mean? Would an inside one maybe be your self-belief and then maybe outside stuff is like money and, you know, stuff that you can use to maybe better your position? That's a very good point, Verona. Yeah, so it is. It's your self-belief. It's everything inside you as opposed to, no, absolutely, it's not external factors. It doesn't matter Mm. how much money you have or how many friends you have or any of those sort of things. It's really stuff that's within yourself. The truth of it is, and you've hit it very well there, the whole coaching process is trying to draw out love of yourself as opposed to fear so you're trying to change somebody's motivation from fear of getting sick or getting heavier or all of those things that worry people to actually I love myself so much that this is a vision of myself Mm. I'd like to see and I'm going to get there and that is actually you've hit the nail on the head so the resource probably is self-belief and self-love that's amazing though because it sounds like it's not just you know know helping you to get to a better life but also helping you to love yourself and like that is something that I don't know if you struggle with it as well Ugna, but like it's so hard to love yourself like yeah, it, I think it's hard for everybody sometimes to kind of find that motivation or even the time to kind of take care of yourself as well we're very easy to kind of like ignore our own needs yeah. it's lovely to think what you're doing is helping them find that yeah some people don't even find like self-love until they're much older too you know Yeah, no, it is a big journey. The whole coaching process is emotional for people. You know, the end of it is that you love yourself enough to make that change for a better life. Definitely. Probably is a bit of a sign of that you do love yourself then if you are, you know, seeking out the opportunity with yourself and everything. So... 
I mean, you kind of went through the coaching process and you mentioned the wheel of life, the wonderful wheel of life. <laughs> Would you yeah, be able to explain that. it a bit? Well, the wheel of life is fantastic. I mean, in my coaching, I use it in a certain way. You're talking about a wheel and you have nine areas. So you'd have your physical environment where you live, your family, your friends, romance, career, your money, your social life or fun, as we call it, lifestyle, fitness, health, whatever way you want to look at that, and then your personal goals and dreams. So it's your whole life in a circle. And what happens is you have a scale on each of them. It's like a grid. Basically, we would ask people when the coaching process begins and we know what coaching is about, the next step would be to fill out the wheel of life. Now, people can either do that with you or they can do it on their own. So you're asked, so your physical environment, do you love where you live? Mm. Are you happy with your house are you living in an area that you enjoy so you rate that at say nine if you're happy and one or two if you're less happy family friends so it becomes very clear that you're very satisfied in certain areas of your life and then less satisfied in others so we would work on the areas that you're very satisfied and have a look at those and then move to the other ones and the other ones that you're less satisfied are generally where the work needs to be done and that's where the coaching is all about it's about working on the areas where you're a little bit less satisfied with life and seeing how you might be able to bump them up. So you can imagine if a wheel is not round, it's a bit of a bumpy ride. So even if there's one area in that wheel that's a little bit dissatisfied, it's still worth exploring and seeing, can we work together to increase that satisfaction? But it is a wonderful thing for anyone to do, even outside mm. coaching. And I enjoy doing it myself and it changes. It changes and the different areas change, but that's a great place to start when you're trying to get to know somebody. They're trying to get to know you. It opens up a lot of questions and areas for discussion. Yeah, I was actually going to say I'm nearly tempted to like go and do it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's very interesting, like to kind of sit down and rate like all these different areas in your life, because sometimes because you're upset with just one part, you could have a kind of um, distorted perspective on the other ones and you might not really know where your unhappiness is coming from. So I think that's like a very good thing to do. And um, would you say that then perhaps everybody should look into coaching? Like, is it something that can benefit anybody's life? That's an interesting one. I mean, absolutely. Exploration is interesting. What I like about the Wheel of Life and coaching, well, the Wheel of Life in particular is rather than just sit down and somebody saying, tell me about yourself, what's your problems or what are you looking to achieve by this coaching? The Wheel of Life takes it out of their hands and having to come in and talk sort of randomly about whatever's going on. This actually focuses what they're looking for or their life. Does everybody need coaching? <laughs> Not necessarily, but it's a good thing for people to explore their lives. I think if anybody's stuck feeling a little bit fed up a life, their joy has kind of gone a little bit. I think it's worth exploring it. And you know six weeks of coaching it's just somebody outside your friend family circle to sit down and have a chat with about life it goes no further it's confidential and you might gain you know a huge amount so you don't have to need to lose weight or give up smoking or have major problems but sometimes I do find a lot of people who are just a bit stuck especially after COVID they're not quite sure why and mm. in doing the wheel of life and in doing a little bit of that they discover a few things 
I've had people come to me who are a little bit stuck and lost themselves, I suppose, raising kids, nothing in particular, but we worked on the wheel of life. We worked on our six weeks and they definitely left happier. Some of them went on and took a piano. Some people went and did a bit more traveling. Hopefully we'll put a pep in somebody's step and want them to live a happier, healthier life, whatever that looks like. And as I said, it's not just confined to nutrition and exercise. Sometimes it's just taking on a new course, taking on a new hobby, making that step to move jobs that they've always wanted to do, but never had the nerve to. So as I said, I do work a lot with people who have health issues because of my nursing background, but I'm not limited to that. So you might work with people even then who like don't have those issues, but might just feel a bit lost or kind of unsure as what to do just to support them and everything like that as well. Yeah. Yeah, like it makes sense because I mean, it's good to have support systems in place, you know, and not everyone feels comfortable talking to their family about it. Maybe, you know, you might feel a bit, I don't know, be a bit stuck with your pride, <laughs> Do you know, that kind yeah. of way or something like not want to, you know, admit like especially if you're a daughter or son, you might not want to admit that things aren't going the way you want them to, you know. It's a safe environment to have a chat about your life is really basically what Mm -hmm. it is. And out of the initial few sessions, it might come out that you really need to do this or you need to do that. Or it might be just that you want to make a few changes, but it's a nice process. Certainly I enjoy it. And I think most people get something out of it. Yeah, no, definitely. So what do you find is the most common reason people come to you? Well, different reasons. So if you take it that I'm a health and lifestyle coach, from a health perspective, if people are referred by their GPs or consultants, I might get people who have been scared half to death by their consultants or their doctors. You have to do this. You have to do that. So sometimes people will come and they have in mind that they have to lose weight or they have to quit smoking or they have to make a lifestyle change in order to improve their health. So I would maybe see Mm. people with diabetes or cardiac conditions that would be one set generally it would be people who are probably just a little bit stuck they just want to lead a healthier life especially after covid i suppose this covid stone or this covid everything that people have put on or the habits people have adopted make people want to make change but i think underneath it all most people want to live a healthier happier life whether it's an actual specific goal like weight loss or quitting a habit that they're worried about or whether it's just exploring their life and looking at how they might make a few changes for the better. So it's usually people who are a bit stuck or people who have tried time and time and time again to make changes towards a healthier life, but they just can't do it. And they just want a bit of help. And this process does help a lot. It's different to just starting a diet on a Monday morning or joining a gym. It's really going back into what you're dissatisfied with, why you're probably dissatisfied with it and how you might get out of this rut. It's kind of a process as opposed to just, we don't sit around and talk about it for weeks on end. It's very much a process. You follow steps, there's accountability. I'm expecting to see results and the person themselves are definitely expecting to see results. So there's a fair bit of work to be done in the six weeks, but it is a very positive process. And it's certainly one of the best ways for making lasting lifestyle change. 
we can all make change. And if the motivation mm. is coming from the right place, the change will last. If it's not coming from the right place, it'll be a temporary change. Yeah. And just randomly, just thought of it there, like, would you have any, I suppose, success stories? I've had a few, lots, I suppose. But yeah, I mean, I had a lovely client once. She didn't have a specific goal. She was a little bit stuck. She was lost. She had children giving their, her all to them. And she was quite unhappy, really. Um, mm. And it wasn't until we filled out the weed of life that that became apparent that she was dissatisfied in more areas than she thought but we worked through it and again she's the person who went out and started doing things in the evening she started a night course and the kids and everybody in the household suddenly kind of stopped and thought oh mom's doing this and mom's doing that and it's funny over the six weeks it was one-on-one face-to-face mm. coaching at the time and I could see you know each day she came in she just looked brighter more dressed up and she was beginning to just find herself again and as she did so did everybody else in the household suddenly people were offering to make her dinner on the night she was going out to do this little evening course and everything so she definitely over six weeks blossomed and went on and the whole family benefited and sometimes that's exactly what it is people get stuck they're doing so much for other people that they've actually forgotten about themselves in the process and that can result in just being mildly unhappy to large weight gain to taking up habits that you really didn't ever intend to so it depends but the process has helped people like that I've had a few different people again weight loss is quite successful very similar I don't want to highlight too many people in case they recognize no no I totally get that I was just thinking when you were talking about the woman like how insightful the wheel of life must be because you know so many of us probably do feel unhappy and we probably don't know why it's nearly a good thing when you do know why because at least then you can go and you can find a solution for that but it's even worse when you don't know what the cause of the unhappiness is so it must be really helpful sitting down and actually filling that out and seeing what you're satisfied with and what is kind of holding you back I suppose yeah no it is I had another girl as well like that and again it was actually a career move that she made in the end of the whole process and it's funny I could see it coming and I could hear it but it's not my job to diagnose or make an assessment of what would be good for her. But you can hear it coming when you're coaching with somebody. You can hear what's happening. But no matter what, the eureka moment has to be with the person opposite you. It evolves naturally. And yeah. when they do have a eureka moment, it's amazing. And that's what the coaching process is all about. It's like they stand up and they say, I know what I want to do. And that's the beginning of it. Now, how they go about doing it is after the coaching process. But it's getting them to stand up and saying, I know what I want to do I know I'm going to do it this is what's going to give me a happier healthier life and and it is wonderful and I've many examples but as I said I don't want to just in case people think I'm talking about them (laughs) no definitely and I mean like depending on the purpose of why you go and seek out the coaching would there be parts of the wheel of life that aren't maybe relevant you know for like weight loss like you could probably I'm just guessing now but maybe take the career one out maybe that's not as much of a focus you know correct so like some people will walk in and say I want to lose weight some Mm. people will come in and say I want to reinvent myself it doesn't matter some people are very clear on what they want other people aren't but there are different wheels so you can adjust it so somebody is actually 
specific saying I'm absolutely so happy and they do the wheel of life and I love every part of my life I just don't like this part you can adjust a wheel of life to that particular part if you need to so it can be movement or exercise or connectedness with friends and there's lots of different Mm. wheels that you can use so absolutely if somebody has a specific goal you might need to narrow that wheel down to that area it's really interesting so you could probably take like a broad kind of header like career and then have a much smaller wheel that's more kind of targeted to what you're hoping to achieve then is that right yes so if somebody comes in it might be that in the coaching and the wheel of life it becomes apparent that they're happy and everything but they don't like their job and as a result they're unhealthy and they don't have healthy habits so life coaching (laughs) in careers is a specific area on its own so if somebody was specifically looking for advice about what they should do to move careers they're probably not suitable for me but if somebody is feeling stuck and unhappy and it comes out in the wheel of life that they hate their job and they're carrying weight and they're smoking too much it might go back to that and it might be their decision that you know what I'm too stressed out from my job that's what's causing me to do that but it wouldn't be me who'd be going through that with them it would be them themselves but generally I wouldn't come across that the wheel of life usually fits most of the people that come to me because most of them would be looking in a broad spectrum of things (laughs) okay brilliant so also we were wondering you know um everybody loves quotes like you see all these inspirational (laughs) quotes on social media and in people's homes and all that so as a life coach what would be your favorite quote to live by Ooh, that's always a difficult one I am one of my biggest quotes I suppose from the beginning was what I've always said about health you know everybody has different thoughts on what health is but I've always felt that and I live by that health is not just the absence of disease but it's complete physical mental and emotional well-being and wellness is caring enough about yourself to take stock of your life make the necessary changes and find the support and to maintain your motivation so they're the two things where I'm into health and wellness so I do believe that health is more than just not being sick and I believe wellness is a choice it's actually making the decision to take care of yourself so that's where my kind of passion for health and wellness is very good quotes to live by I will say I really focus on mental health myself and that's almost like you know invisible illness in a way and it's just not focused on enough in order to say you've got your full health you really have to have the entire package and it's a difficult one to obtain at times yeah and they're so connected like your physical your mental and your emotional spiritual like there's so many they're all connected and if you try to isolate any of them I think that that's where the problem is and I think it's so important to take them all in again that's another wheel the (laughs) the four of them go very well together so yeah I would believe that and I think people need to think of their health it's not just staying out of hospital it's much bigger than that we love wheels <laughs> yeah i love the wheels oh my gosh have a lovely evening and thanks again for coming yes. on it was so insightful yeah it was very I hope it was helpful it was <laughs> good to see you both bye mind yourself bye and thank you to all our listeners we hope you guys tune in next time bye